Hey everyone, my name is Trent Reynolds and this is Real Crime Stories for August 19th, 2021. The show is brought to you by my supporters at Patreon. If you'd like to support the show, just a dollar a month gets you the weekly digest version of the podcast. It helps keep the show and website ad-free and independent and helps improve the quality of the content. You can subscribe at patreon.com slash trenchreynolds or just go to trenchreynolds.com. According to Mike Johnson of PW Insider, the trial for former WWE wrestler Alberto Del Rio, real name Jose Alberto Rodriguez Chaquan or Chuckywin, has been rescheduled for October 25th, 2021. This coincides with what has been published on the official Bear County, Texas court docket. Del Rio was originally supposed to go to trial on August 2nd, but once again, his date with the court has been extended. If you're new to the story, Del Rio was arrested in May of last year for allegedly sexually assaulting and physically abusing his then-girlfriend at his Bear County home. Del Rio allegedly accused the woman of cheating on him and subjected her to hours of violence. The victim claimed that Del Rio tied her hands with boxing straps, stuck a sock in her mouth, and sexually assaulted her with various objects. He's also said to have threatened his victim by telling her if she cried, he'd drop her son off in the middle of nowhere. The victim was also said to have various injuries on her back from Del Rio repeatedly punching her. Like most abusers, Del Rio has been acting like he's the victim ever since his arrest. As I've previously mentioned, the victim, who was said to speak little English, issued an apology on Instagram that said, an apology to the Rodriguez Del Rio family for the damages caused by my mistakes. Since that so-called apology that doesn't sound coerced at all, anytime Del Rio is asked about his court date, he claims that the charges are set to be dropped. He's been doing this since at least late last year. And today is no different. Recently, Del Rio gave an interview that was conducted by Cage Side Seats. He's still claiming that the charges are set to be dropped, but his attitude has changed a little bit. Here's a quote from Del Rio himself. It's still going, it's still pending, but we're just waiting. Everything is looking good. I have said what I needed to say in the past. Unfortunately, I can no longer talk about it because every time I say something, it affects my case. I went out and I said what I was approved to say. That ended up hurting me a little bit. All I can say is that the truth always comes to light. We're doing good. Del Rio then continues, My legal team is doing a fantastic job. It's just a matter of time. It's really difficult for me and my family to hear those things. Everybody talks about the five years to life in prison. That sounds horrible, but why does nobody say, or he's going to be proven innocent? I have already said it. She has already withdrawn her charges. She has already talked to the DA's office and told them the truth. She apologized and gave us a public apology and everything. Everything people need to know is out there. I share a lot of stuff in the past, but unfortunately I can't talk about it. What was supposed to be over last week got delayed because somebody got upset and I understand it. Me being me, a, hope, a high profile case, it's difficult. As I said in my previous interviews, call me whatever, but I didn't do any of those things. Del Rio then explains why the Bear County District Attorney still has the case open despite his ex-partner's status. It doesn't matter. When it comes to cases like that, especially with the women's movement and everything going on, when it comes to family law, it doesn't matter if I drop the charges or she drops the charges. The state follows it and doesn't end up and doesn't end until the state says that it's over. It doesn't matter if someone goes and drops the charges. 
It's up to the state to decide when this is over. To me, I just respect the law in the great state of Texas. To me, it shouldn't be like that. My God, does he sound like one of those men's rights activists, or MRA for short. They're kind of like incels, except they've had sex, but still believe that it's harder for men in society. Anyway, Cage Side Seats even reached out to Del Rio's attorney, Keith McMahon, and he had this to say. While we expect the DA to dismiss the case after they perform their due diligence, he cannot commit to any further at this time. I wonder why Del Rio's bravado has suddenly curtailed. I mean, he still sounds like an egotistical ass, but a little bit less of one in this interview. Maybe there is a glimmer of hope in this case that there could be a Del Rio conviction. So why do I think Del Rio is guilty? First off, he has a history of erratic and violent behavior, behavior in the wrestling industry. You're not really supposed to injure anybody in pro wrestling, but Del Rio has been known to not only take liberties in the ring, but he has also assaulted a non-wrestling WWE employee. In that instance, Del Rio also claimed to be the victim. He's burned so many bridges in the American wrestling world due to his erratic behavior that he's almost unhirable. Of course, he tends to blame his problems in the wrestling industry on everybody but himself. His tumultuous relationship with former WWE Women's Champion Paige has been well documented. Just last month, he's threatened to ruin her life and expose secrets that are supposedly being kept under a confidentiality agreement. This man, and I use that term loosely, does not sound like a victim in any way, shape, or form. Then there are the details that the victim gave to police at the time of Del Rio's arrest. Del Rio comes from a family of pro wrestlers, but he's also a legit tough guy. He was a decorated amateur wrestler in Mexico and would have competed in the 2000 Olympics, but Mexico could not send a wrestling team to the Olympics due to funding, or lack thereof. Del Rio has also competed in legitimate mixed martial arts matches. So when the victim says she was restrained using boxing straps, that's just a little too real for me. But again, this still may all be a moot point. If the victim is not cooperating with police or refuses to, to testify, Del Rio could go free, free to hurt another woman. Hopefully he'll be stopped by the law before he kills somebody. That's it for this episode. If you'd like to read more stories like this, you can do so at my website at realcrime.net. If you want to listen to previous episodes of this podcast, you can do so at realcrimestories.net. Real Crime Stories is also available wherever you get your podcasts. Please consider subscribing and leaving a review. If you have any questions or feedback or comments, you can do so at realcrimepodcast at gmail.com. You can also go to realcrimestories.net and leave a voicemail, which could be played on a future episode. Again, if you'd like to support the show on Patreon, you can do so at trenchrentals.com. And there's a merch link in the show notes. If you'd like to follow me on social media, you can do so on Twitter, at Trench Reynolds. Or if you just want to follow the website of the podcast, you can do so at RealCrimeNet. And if you want to follow me on Facebook, you can do so at facebook.com slash RealCrimeNet. And remember, try not to let anyone else tell your story, because you are here for a reason. I've been Trench Reynolds, and this has been Real Crime Stories. <laughs>